Hello and welcome to another episode of the show. I'm Jenna Morton. And I'm Tosh Taylor. And today we're going to take you on a journey. Uh, a journey that I think a lot of people our age have mm. been looking into these days. There's yes. more and more information uh, coming out about ADHD and ADHD in adults. So today we have a friend of ours, Kelly McDonald Nason is with us today. Now, Kelly, you recently had quite the journey yes. with, with this. And it didn't actually start with you, right? It, but things started piling up. So how about you tell us okay. how this all began <laughs> and where you are now? Okay, well, basically my daughter Vivian, who's in grade four now, when she was in grade one, uh, she was diagnosed with ADHD. And that kind of happened because the teacher's like, she daydreams a lot, she's not paying attention, she can't focus. And the teacher thought it might have been something else. But uh, I took her to the doctor because I suspected that her father had ADHD. We're pretty sure he does. And, um, and I took her to the doctor and he sent us home with an assessment for us to do and the uh, teacher to do. And so I had Shane, my husband, do his separately. So we had three different mm. viewpoints and the doctor was like, yeah, it's pretty clear there's something going on. And at our family doctor at the time, he's retired now, is pretty old school. So he's like, I'm not gonna send you, refer you and wait months and thousands of dollars in tests. We're gonna put her on the drug and see if it works. And if it works, she has ADHD. If it doesn't, because it's basically like speed, it's mm. a very controlled drug. So he's like, she'll, you'll know, first day. <laughs> and first day it was like, change. Like, it's fat, it's, it acts right away. And uh, so I noticed there was like less explosions and fighting that day, less frustration from her. And then uh, things got better and better. And so in helping her, I was reading more and more about ADHD, especially in girls, because lots of people think of hyperactivity, mm. but girls often present with the inattentive type of ADHD, which basically to me, I'm saying the hyperactivity is happening inside your head. You're not acting out, you're not a problem. So, it, mm. But it's all still in there. In there. So in reading about that, I started going, some of this sounds really familiar. <laughs> and some of this sounds a lot like me. So, and then, you know, people, people are sharing more about mental health and everything mm -hmm. on social media. So there were a few posts where people would share things and I'd be like, that sounds a lot like me. That sounds like my house is always a mess. There's this, there's that. So um, I'd been thinking about getting tested and I did mention it to my new family doctor, but she didn't really do a lot at the time. So, I saw a post that a friend shared for Beyond ADHD, which is an online virtual appointment uh, platform that's in New Brunswick. It only works in New Brunswick now, although I think they're trying to go Canada-wide later okay. in the year. Um, it's private, so you do have to pay, although she told me they are working on getting covered by insurance, private insurance as well. And basically you set up an appointment, you do the assessment before the appointment, and you talk to a nurse practitioner, or the doctor, there is a doctor of nursing practice that I spoke to, and she basically said, yeah, you're pretty much a classic case, like from what your assessment says and what you're telling me about your life. And um, so she put me on the same drug Vivian's on, actually, and I started it. And the first day I noticed, like, my brain was quiet. Mm. It wasn't like, I, I compare my brain normally to like having a hundred tabs open on the computer and you keep flipping through them so you don't forget something. That's my life. And yeah. so you're keeping That's it open. my screen all, all the time. all there, all there, right? Like, and your brain's trying to keep it all active so you don't forget. And then you inevitably do forget because you're too mm -hmm. busy thinking about 50 things. Mm -hmm. And that day, funnily enough, at work, I was backing up 
some people's accounts, so I had extra work to do. And usually I'm really stressed going, you gotta get this done, then you can. And it was like, no, I could just sit and go, right now we're doing this, and then we're moving on to the next thing. And then we're, and I was like, huh. Is this how normal people's yeah. brains are? I had no idea. So since then, I've been on the, I was on an introductory dose and then it upped. And uh, yeah, it's been the same way all along. Like just things are a lot quieter, easier to do things, easier to think about things. And I'm not like just trying to keep everything at the front of my mind because I'm scared I'll forget. Right. So. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see the wheels turning in Tasha's yeah, head. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. women who are right now getting diagnosed, and people are mm. kind of saying, oh, it's trendy. But a lot of them are happening the same way I did. Their kid gets diagnosed. They're doing research and realizing, hey, and there's a genetic factor. So right. if your kid has it, probably somebody in their family at some mm. point does. So it's, um, but like I say, with girls especially, I mean, there are boys who have inattentive type as well, but with girls mostly presenting as inattentive, they often don't get diagnosed because they're not causing a trouble in the classroom. They're not running around being hyper and being disruptive. They're just, in their head, they can't be organized. Like their organizational mm. skills are lacking. There's a lack of like executive function, which is why mm -hmm. my house is always a mess. You're sitting there thinking, I gotta do this, but you just can't physically figure out how to get it done. So you just don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, that was a big symptom for me and, th and things like that. So with the inattentive type, um, yeah, girls often get passed over in the classroom. And a lot of things that are have been traditionally stereotypical girl traits, a lot of it was probably girls with ADHD daydreaming mm -hmm. and even creativity because you kind of think differently. And like, I'm great at coming up with ideas executing them from beginning to end mm -hmm. is a whole other story so yeah well it just makes you think like you know us growing up in the 80s and the 90s and it was like that's kind of i think when like the whole riddling craze came yeah. out and i can i can remember a bunch of boys getting diagnosed with it um but yeah you're right never the girls but we were always labeled you're right it's the daydreamers or right. she's in her own head and i say that about my youngest all the time she just <laughs> lives in this fairyland yeah. um and she's happy so that makes me happy <laughs> but i but it makes sense so now all of these women who were growing up in the 80s and the 90s yeah. are growing up now and going whoa yeah 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 well, i like my mother she's like nobody ever mentioned it i said no. well they wouldn't have because even like i was a child in the 80s so it's like they weren't even diagnosing boys then right. really mm -hmm. it was more the 90s that it sort of came along that it was being commonly diagnosed and then people didn't believe it was really a thing. some people still don't believe it's really mm -hmm. a thing. right but uh, yeah so yeah i had no hope and i mean i was I talked fast i talked a lot those are symptoms i was a daydreamer i was disorganized all the time that kind of thing but but you were also intelligent enough to balance that in a way that it didn't right you know you don't end up in that trouble zone in school right, right? Yes, like that because i wasn't overtly hyperactive right? mm -hmm. so and you know i think and i thinking back on my life now it's like what was my personality and what was adhd <laughs> because so many things that i'm like that's a symptom of ADHD, but it's, you know, part of who I grew up thinking I was, you know? And I was wondering about that, like, as you go through this part of the journey now, like, is there, I know some people, when they go on different medications that, that impact the way they act, right. they almost feel that kind of grief of a loss of a part of them. Do, do you have any of that, or is it, is it all kind of positive Mine for you? has sort of more been, like, what would have been if I'd known earlier, right? If I had been diagnosed in my teen years, for example, and medicated, 
would I have done better in school? I did okay in school. Would I have done better? Would I have been able to study more effectively for the subjects I didn't like? Because mm -hmm. part of ADHD is hyperfixation. So if you like something and you're really interested in it, you can focus on it for hours. But if you're not interested, you're just not interested. Math. So that's more. That's more. I feel like the medication and that is only helping. And I mean, some people choose not to medicate, and that's everybody's personal choice. But for me, it's definitely making things easier. So I'm not like battling my brain from mm. the get go. And um, so yeah, there's more that sort of what what would have been possible if I had known earlier. But then I also think back because um, a lot of people that have ADHD that's undiagnosed, they have found other ways to self-medicate, like mm -hmm. caffeine, right? Because it's a stimulant, so it helps your brain work. And I think back to my teenage years, and I drank Coca-Cola, mm -hmm. like it was going out of style. And I wasn't the type mm -hmm. that it kept me awake really late, like it, because your brain's using that stimulant, so it, it reacts a bit differently in your system, the same way the drugs do, right? If you don't have ADHD, they react very differently in your system <laughs> than if you do. So it's just, it's very interesting to think about the ways that people have self-medicated without knowing they're self-medicating and then workarounds they've found. And that's what a lot of times people get to my age and I'm on a few Facebook groups and there's people that still have trouble getting diagnosed because the doctors are basically telling them, well, you've coped this long. Yeah. But like the nurse practitioner I talked to, she was like, you shouldn't be coping. You mm -hmm. should be thriving. Like you should be able to do whatever you want to do and not have this impeding you. Well, exactly. I mean, that's what we all do want to try to do for our kids, right? right? You advocate for them. If there's something that can make the journey more enjoyable and yeah, help them thrive in another way, why wouldn't you exactly. choose it, right? And, and so I why felt. wouldn't you do it for yourself? Yeah, and that's how I felt about Vivian. Like, not everybody likes medicating children, but if she can't, if she physically can't focus on something, it's putting her in an unfair, to sit her in school all day without helping, mm -hmm. you know? She doesn't enjoy taking it every morning, and she's like, I don't need it, I'm fine. But, <laughs> you know, she takes it, and she's better Because I might say that about vegetables, too, <laughs> yeah. so. And I notice her at the end of the day, if there's a day, say, we forgot to give it to her, or she was sick and I didn't give it to her, you notice the fidgeting starts, and the moving around, and the not being able to sit still, and the talking, talking, talking. Later in the day, it gets worse. So I do notice a difference with her on it and not on it. And do you find that for yourself too? Like say you forget to take it one day, or it's the weekend, and yeah. you feel like you don't need to take it. Do you find by the end of the day, you're agitated as well? Um, I haven't, agitated, I haven't missed any, but I've noticed I'm more patient with her mm -hmm. since I've been on my medication. Mm -hmm. And I'm not as tired at night because my brain's not working mm. all day, every day on useless stuff, like that it doesn't need to be working on at that moment, you know what I mean? So I found like I'd be mentally exhausted and it was like getting worse and I didn't have the energy to do anything at night or the executive function to make me do anything at night. So it's like I was not doing anything, you know, hmm. useful. <laughs> Hyperfixating yeah. on things that were interesting, yeah. but uh, it's all because, you know, the dopamine you're searching, your brain's kind of trying to get dopamine. So it's like, oh, this is interesting, and, you know. So I found I haven't really missed the day to compare, but yeah. I I found antidotally that I feel that I'm more patient with her when I'm on it because I'm getting less frustrated, which is huge. Yeah, right. Yeah, because that was going to be my next question. Like, how how much better do you find your house functions now? And how long how long have you been on it now? It's only been uh, two and a half two weeks. 
okay. in a week, something like that. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. It's been very Super recent. new. Yeah. 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 But even even having your daughter on it, how quickly did you notice a change within your house? Um, I noticed, especially with her, fewer fights and explosions, mm -hmm. you know, and especially, you know, kids hold anything bad that happens in all day. Mm -hmm. Well, couple that with the ADHD and not being able to process things well, like she would come, like I'd pick her up from daycare and it would just be yeah. vomiting mm -hmm. all to me, all her bad feelings. So it's like we both started the day, night at home cranky and that kind of thing. So since she's been on it, like she's able to control those emotions a little better. Okay. Her impulse control is a little better. Um, you know, she's still daydreamy and she's still creative and all the good stuff, but uh, she's able to focus in school and sit still and think about it and not be distracted by what every other kid is doing, you know. I'm sure there's still some of that, but. I mean, they're 10. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but a much more manageable much level. Much more manageable, and it's like normal yeah. level, not, you know, fighting against what your brain's doing. Mm -hmm. They literally can't help it when, they're, when you have ADHD. Thank goodness you had that teacher, right? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But a lot of yeah. teachers these days too, um, they you find that they're not diagnosing. They're, well, they can't diagnose, no. but you know what I mean. They're yeah, not noticing. Flagging. They're not picking up, flagging, telling the parent. Um, so that's that's really impressive because yeah. I think that a lot of teachers right now don't a have the time right. or the ability to be doing things right. like or that. The, or yeah, or the skills that like no yeah. one's no one's taught them mm. what to be looking for necessarily. They've been taught, you know, yeah, if you yeah. have a fidgety child, do this, not think about what else what might, might be the be cause and yeah. that type of thing and and the poor teachers that have you know 30 kids in front of them yeah, yeah. and especially if it's imagine. an attentive type they're not causing a problem right well, yeah, yeah they just yeah. you know they're so the type of kids that have always that fallen through the cracks looking out the window not paying attention and not grasping what you're saying then you don't know like and if you don't know enough about about it then you don't know like i didn't know all these years you know mm. so until i started reading about it so Hmm. Interesting. So if, you know, if somebody's, if it sounds familiar to somebody, there's lots of resources online to go on and there's even like online little assessments you can do for yourself hmm. and then you can pursue it either with your doctor or... Yeah, I was going to say, can we go back a bit to, to the service you yes. use beyond ADHD, yeah. right? So is this something that's accessible to anyone in New Brunswick? Is it meant for adults versus children? No, it's for anybody. They have children and adult assessments. Um, Vivian had already been done, so I didn't have that experience. But yeah, no, and it's, um, like I say, you pay and uh, you get a virtual appointment. It was like a half hour appointment. And uh, she, you know, you do all the... And it's a good idea if you know your blood pressure because they want that information for the Ooh. medication purposes. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And heart rate, like if you know that, there's a space to put that in when you're filling out your forms. Um, just because if your heart rate's up, the stimulant drugs might not be the best choice, but there are other options sometimes. Mm. So, um, so yeah, you do a little assessment and uh, send it in and then you meet with them and they've already pre-reviewed it. And she's like, I just want to ask you like what led you here? And I had put on mine that my daughter was diagnosed. So she said, I see your daughter kind of made you aware of this kind of thing. So I started much like I did here talking about, you know, my house is always a mess. I, you know, I've been a fast talker, uh, a lot, I talked a lot. Like my mother, when I was little, used to say, "You have to stop talking. I just slow down. I can't understand you." So, and she's like, "Yeah, it's pretty much classic." And like she said, at your age, you wouldn't have been diagnosed as a kid because yeah, in the '80s, they weren't even talking about it in yeah. girls. They yeah. thought it was a disease mm. of boys. Right. Exactly. It's so strange to think of now and how how far we've come. Yeah. 
and to even try to think what the next five, 10 years will be like now that so many people of our age are starting to look into this right. and have a better understanding of what might be driving their actions. Yeah. yeah, and it's like things that you just think are your personality or your personal failings. Like, it's like my house is always a mess. Why can't I make myself get up and clean it? Well, my brain was actively going, well, to clean it, you have to do this and this and this and this and this. And first you have to do this and first you have to go buy this. It's like, I, I can't do any of that. Yeah, so then, yeah, exactly. You stop. Yeah. Just forget it. And I'm going to put this TV show on instead. Yeah, yeah. and then zone out. Yeah. 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 So you, you say that it, um, it has some genetic traits. Yes. You, now that you know that, do you, can you remember stuff from your, your childhood, from your parents, that you're going, oh, yeah, wait a second. Well, I, I kind of said to my mother, I said, I think I've diagnosed you two. <laughs> because a lot of the things are similar. Um, but also an interesting thing, I don't, I don't know the connection, but you know, it's dopamine levels. And my father has Parkinson's, which is also dopamine affected. Mm -hmm. So I was, that was an interesting connection I made later when I was reading and going, oh, they're both dopamine things. That's interesting. But yeah, my mother has some traits that I would suspect maybe indicate ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. And again, she never knew because even back, like back oh, then, yeah. Yeah. whatever, you just bucked up and yeah. Whatever. So hmm. yeah, it's interesting to look back. And it's nice that you're putting so much effort into it too, so that when Vivian grows up and she, if she decides to have kids of her own, yeah. she'll know what to watch for, yeah. right? Which I think is incredible. And we talk about her ADHD all the time and Good. it's nothing like, she'll talk about it at school. She'll tell kids she has it. Like she's not embarrassed by it. And I say it's just the way, oh, another thing, um, I've been on uh, antidepressants for a while and a lot of women get diagnosed with depression or anxiety before ADHD. Because ADHD, the symptoms can mimic it or it can cause it. Because mm -hmm. if you think mm. it's personal failings and right. everything. And so if you're diagnosed with depression and anxiety, but maybe the drugs aren't doing what you want or you're still, ADHD mm. is an avenue to follow. So instead of her going through that journey of thinking she's got depression and anxiety, but I was always taking drugs for that. so. She saw me taking drugs for my brain. So I'm like, you're just taking drugs to help your brain work. That's all it is. So she's never been embarrassed about it. And we always talk about it, and, you know, and she'll talk about it at school. So other, and other kids go, I have ADHD too. Because yeah, yeah. of course there's a ton. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so she's like, oh, I didn't, she realizes yeah. she's not alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a very different world than the one we were growing up in where, you know, even if you did have a diagnosis, yeah, you might be the one in the school. Right. Right, whereas now it is so much more common and for the most part, people talk about it in that positive, right. you are doing what you need to to help yourself. Right. And that's the conversation that should be happening, yeah, obviously. exactly. With everything. Yes. With, <laughs> yes. with literally everything, uh, absolutely. So um, like you said, you were taking uh, medication for depression and anxiety, but I, uh, anxiety is another, I'll use your word, trendy thing yeah, yeah. these days. But I wonder how many people uh, maybe have ADHD instead of anxiety. Yeah. And, and it gets misdiagnosed by doctors a lot because they don't look at ADHD necessarily first. And the symptoms you might be coming in reporting like sound similar. So anxiety mm -hmm. gets treated first. So yeah, it's, it, there could be a lot. So again, well, you say I, it wasn't until you described that process of thinking of cleaning your house yeah. <laughs> that I kind of put that connection together of how similar it is yeah. to that anxiety cycle, which is very similar of like you get frozen to do something right. because you think of the million steps to get there yeah. and get frozen by that part right. of the process. Yeah. And so, yeah, it is a very similar kind yeah. of experience. And what I've noticed since I've been on the medication is that I'll just do something. 
like when Shane had brought home stuff, for, I was making a dessert for Easter, and I had stuff that needed to go in the freezer, and I knew the downstairs freezer was full. Well, the upstairs freezer was a mess too, but I just cleaned it out without thinking for 10 minutes or 20 minutes or an hour. Oh, I gotta go clean the freezer, so I gotta go get the garbage bag, I gotta do this, I gotta, I just did it, took out what was needed to come out, put in what I needed space for, done. And I'm like, huh. and another yeah. key is perfectionism. People with ADHD tend to be perfectionists, which mm. means they're procrastinators. Right. <laughs> because if you can't do something perfect, yeah. you don't do it. And that is a big symptom for me, yeah. So if I can't sit down, so before when I'd be clean, cleaning my house, well I need four hours to clean because I have to get everything clean perfectly. Now mm. I'm kind of okay with just, I can pick up the stuff off this table and that's fine. I did, but something's done. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's more yeah. productive, really. They yeah. say it's, it's that, that executive function yep. piece, right? Of yep. really kind of understanding your mind and how it's working yep. to make it work for you, not against yes, you. Yes, exactly. And the drugs allow yeah. that to happen for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's, yeah, that's a really interesting way to go about it. I'm really, really, really happy that, that, you, <laughs> that you've brought this up. But also, uh, I wonder the difference in your work because you do have uh, like a, a very, very like heavy workload with your job. Yes. So is it allowed you to be able to separate things? And I wonder if your boss is like, holy crap. <laughs> well, I, told them, I told them I was so much better. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing I used to do is I would, like I have a few things that I only go monthly. So, you know, I'd maybe pick at them a little bit, but the last week of the month was when crazy, the work got yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like now I'm kind of doing a little bit here and there when I have time and I'm thinking about it before it's crisis moment. Whereas mm. out of sight, out of mind with ADHD, right? You're not thinking about it. It's not in your immediate deadline. Oh, that's tomorrow's problem. That's tomorrow's problem. And then it's like, oh, it's due the end of this week. Okay. <laughs> so I found for this month, I've been doing better. And like I say, I'm able to focus on the one thing I'm doing. So I'm not like, oh, wait, I got to go do this before I do that. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I can focus for an hour on this and then mm. go do that. You know? Or leaving a bunch of half done right. things. Yes. I'm the queen of half done things. Yes. <laughs> there, there's, my notebook is like conversations from us from four years ago that I will sometimes add yeah. stuff to that I don't ever go back to and I don't yeah. ever finish. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, I get that. I get that. I just, you know, you just think that. You're a, a person that's a I just assumed I'm a workaholic. That's kind of what my thought was. I think that's not a diagnosis that's going to go away no matter if you get another one, Tosh. <laughs> that that, that I think is generally part of your personality. Yeah, yeah. it's me. It's me. All right. <laughs> we'll wrap up the show there before I start self-diagnosing like I do on every episode. Uh, <laughs> Every single one, I'm like, that's me. I've got it. <laughs> that's why we do the show. It's just to help Tosh. It really is, actually. Either that or make me more of a hypochondriac. I haven't quite figured it out. Uh, <laughs> but Kelly, um, off the top of your head, do you remember the exact uh, web address that we can send people to? I think to? it's just beyondadhd.ca. Okay. But if you type Perfect. in Beyond ADHD, it, and it's for New Brunswick only right now. So Way to go, New Brunswick. Clear, yeah. yeah. Way to go. Yeah, it's a yeah. doctor and, a, and the doctorate of nurse practicing that started it. So. I saw a need and 
there's definitely a need. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. So thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it, it takes a lot to get up and and talk about something it's just so been personal. Such a revelation that I'm like, how many other people are suffering what I've been suffering through? Yes. I don't know. Yes. So well, I'm sure that they are listening, or someone's <laughs> listening, going, oh my goodness, that's my friend, that's my partner, that's my here. Go listen to this now, please. So please share with the people that need uh, to listen and to watch, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye.